Shalom to all. Today's daf is Sadi Daf Yodalad. We are starting the tenth line with the words of Amr Abchama Bereb Chanina. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Biakav Moshe. Her Nishama should have an aliyah. Lili Nishmas Rabbi Chamil Marduchai Ben Reb Chaim. His Nishama should have an aliyah. I think marketing was talking about Kfuras Moshe Rabbeinu. Amr Abchama Bereb Chanina. Mivnei Man Nikbar Moshe Eitzel Beis Paar. While Moshe Rabbeinu buried near Beis Paar, Kedel Chaper Al Maisa Paar in order to be Mechaper for the story of Paar. This refers to when Bnei Israel sinned with Bnei Ismael in the Midbar. It was in this place called Beis Paar. And Taisus quotes a Medrash that every year base power goes up to Shemaim to be Makatrik on Am Yisrael, but when it sees the Kever of Moshe Rabbeinu, it goes back. The Gemara continues, Vam Rabcham Rabbi Chanina, Maitach Sev, what's Pshat on the Pasak? Achrei Hashem Lakechem Talechu, that you should go after Hashem your God. Is it possible for a person to go after the Shechina? Vali Kvar Nemer, it already says in the Pasak, Hashem is a consuming fire, so you can't follow the Shechina. So what does it mean? A person should try to emulate the Midas of Hashem. Mahu Malbash Arumim, just like Hashem closed those that do not have, the Chsivit says in the Pasak, Vayas Hashem Lakim Lakim Hashem made kosnois ar for Adam and his wife, and he clothed them. You should also give clothing to those that don't have. Hashem visited the sick. Then Hashem appeared to him. You should also visit the sick. Hashem consoled mourners. It was after Avram died. Hashem blessed Yitzchak's son, and this bracha is brachas avelim. You should also be menachem avelim. Hashem buried the dead. And this is referring to Kfuras Mashabenu. You should also be Kaver Mesim. Now we're going to talk about these Kasnois R that Adam and his wife wore. Kasnois R, Ravish Shmuel, they argue about this. Hashem clothed them with something that comes from the skin. What comes from the skin? Wool comes from the sheep's skin. So he clothed them in clothing of wool. The other one says, He clothed them in something that the skin benefits from. And that's why they're called Kasnois R. What does the skin benefit from? Linen. When it's worn on the skin, it's very comfortable. I think Mark continues, Darshab Simlai, Rab Simlai Darshan. The Tyrot Chilasak Milas Chasadim, Vesafik Milas Chasadim. The Tyrot in the beginning is Gmilas Chasadim, and the end is Gmilas Chasadim. Chilasak Milas Chasadim, where do we see that? The Pasak says, Vayasa Shemla Kimla Adamul Ishtai Kosnes Arbel Bishem. So that's Chasad, he clothed them. Vesafik Milas Chasadim, the Chasavit says in the Pasak, Vayik Barosa Bagai, Hashem buried Mashabenu. And Darshab Simlai, another Josh from Simlai about Mashabenu. Mepine Man is Ava Mashabenu, who can't start Israel. Why did Mashabenu want to go into Israel? Fruit or benefit from its goodness. That can't be why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go in. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu said. There are many mitzvahs that Am Yisrael was commanded with, and you can only be mekayim them in Eretz Yisrael. I want to go into the land so that I can do all the mitzvahs. Hashem told him, The only thing you want is for the mitzvah. Okay, I'm going to consider it as if you did those mitzvahs. Because we have a pasuk, and it's quite a lengthy pasuk, and we're going to explain each. Section. The Pasuk tells us, therefore, I'm going to portion him from the Rabbim, and he will divide the spoils with the mighty, and return for having poured out his soul for death, and being counted among the wicked, and he carried the sin of the wicked, and he davened for the wicked. Now, what does this Pasuk mean? Therefore, I'm going to portion him from the Rabbim, meaning I'm going to give him schar. Now, you might think that Moshe is going to get schar. Like the later generations, not like the earlier ones. He's going to divide the spoils among the Atsumim, among the mighty. Who are these mighty referring to? They were Atsum, they were great and mighty in Tyre Mitzvahs. What does it mean that he poured his soul out for death? He was Maiser Nefesh to die. The Pasuk says, Mashabenu had said, If you're not going to forgive Ab Mishra for the Cheto Egel, so then erase me from your Sefer. The Pasuk continues, That he was counted among the wicked. 
Midbar, Moshe Rabbeinu was counted among the people that died in the Midbar, and they died because of the Chet Egel. Now, he obviously didn't do the Chet Egel, but he's counted among them. The Pasuk says, V'hu Chet Rabbim Nasa, that he carried the sin of the wicked. What does that mean? Shekipra Maeso Egel, he was Mechaper for the Maeso Egel. V'paisham Yavgia, he davened for the wicked, the Pasuk says, Shebiki Yishrachim Malpaisha Yisrael, Shiyachsri B'Tshuva, he davened for mercy for the sinners of Am Yisrael that they should do Tshuva. And V'ein Pegiel Tvila, the word Pegia means Tvila. Shnever the Pasuk says, V'ato Al Tispal Baramazeh, don't daven for this nation, V'al and don't raise for them arena and tefila. Don't be pagia to me, meaning don't daven to me, says Hashem. So we see that pagia is tefila. finishing the first parakim just like we were finished this parak together. We should be finished the entire masech together, and of course, all of shas together. And now moving on to brand new parak, we're going to begin by talking about the mincha of the saita, which is called the minchas kenois in the pasuk. And we're going to see how this mincha differs vastly from all other minachas. The Mishnah tells us, her husband would bring her mincha inside a kfifa mitzras. A kfifa mitzras is a basket made out of fibers that grow around the palm tree. So he puts her mincha in there. He puts it on her hands in order to tire her out. And now we're going to see many differences between this minchas kenais, this mincha the saita, and other minachas. All minachas, they start and end off in a klishares. This one starts out in a kfifa mitzras, as we just said, and only ends off in a klishares. All minachas do in a shem all menachas need shemen, which is oil, and levina, which is frankincense. Her mincha doesn't get shemen or levina. All menachas are wheat. And hers is barley. And minchas ha'aymer, the carbon aymer, which is brought the second day of Pesach. Even though it's barley, he geres. It's brought as geres. Geres is finely sifted flour. This barley mincha was sifted 13 times. And this minchas kenois, ba kemach, is just regular coarse kemach with all the brain and stuff mixed in. Side. tells us why is her mincha barley? The same way that her ma'aseh that she did was an act that an animal does. An animal will be with many partners and not stick to one. So to her carbon is machal behema. And the Gemara tells us Tanya Abraisa Abachan and Omer Mishum Rabbi Lazar. The Mishnah told us Kedei Liaga in order to tire her out, and that's the reason why she has the mincha on her hands. That's why she's holding it. Now we explain what does that mean Kedei Liaga? Why are we tiring her out? Kedei she tachser ba so she should be chayzer and admit that she did something wrong. And I'm kacha chasa tyra if we say that Tyra has so much achmanah, so much care for someone that didn't have Eira, for sure Hashem has so much care for someone that does His will. Ask the Gemara, who says Hashem is chas on her, that He has mercy on her, and that's why we're trying to tire her out so that she should admit and not drink the water. Maybe the reason why we're trying to tire her out so she should admit that she did something wrong in order not to drink the water is simply because we don't want to erase Hashem's name in the water, but not because we really care so much about her. Sigmar says, no, because he holds you down is on top, that we give her to drink and only then we bring her mincha. And if she admits after drinking before the mincha is brought, so then the water won't work on her. Now, the Yimishu Megillah, if you're going to say the reason why we're trying to tie her out is so that we're not going to erase the Megillah, which is erasing Hashem's name, we already erased it. She already drank the water before the mincha was brought. So it must be that the reason why we're trying to tie her out so that she should admit that she did something wrong is because we care about her and we don't want her to die. the Mishnah All start out in a klisharis and they end off in a klisharis. Now the Gemara is going to bring a long brisa from which we have a question on our Mishnah, and this brisa deals with the regular Seder Menachas, meaning any time a Mincha is brought, not a Mincha Saita, but just a regular Mincha the Beis HaMikdash, what's the process, what happens? Now after we answer the question on the Mishnah, we're going to go through a very detailed explanation of each 
part of the Brisa. So Gemara asks Ramin, we have a question from Brisa. Seder Menachas Ketzad, what is the Seder of a carbon Mencha? So right at the beginning, a person brings a carbon Mencha from his house in baskets of silver or gold, then he takes a Mencha and he puts it into Klishares, and he's Mekadesh in this Klishares, he puts the oil and Levina on it, he brings it to the Kain, the Kain brings it to the Mizbeach, and he puts it next to the southwestern corner, right by the tip, and that's sufficient. He moves Levina to one side, and he takes a Kmitza, which is a scoopful, from the place where there was a lot of oil, meaning the oil saturated the flour, and he puts it into a different Klishares, and he's Mekadesh in Klishares, then he takes a Levina that he had just put to the side, and he puts it on top of the Kaimetz, and he brings it up to the Mizbech, and he's Makhtar in the Klishares, and he puts salt on it, and he puts it on the fire. Karav HaKaimetz, once a Kaimetz was brought, the leftovers of the Mincha, there's quite a lot left from the Mincha, the Kaimetz is very small, so there's still a whole bunch of flour and oil left, those are eaten by the Kaihanim, the Kaihanim are allowed to put wine, oil, and honey into it to spice it up, the only thing it's us, is they have to make sure it doesn't become Chametz. So now here's the question from the Brisa on our Mishnah. At any rate, we learned in this Brisa, that this person brings his Mincha in silver and gold baskets. We had said in our Mishnah that all Menachas begin in a Klisharis as well, not just end off in a Klisharis. But here we see they're not beginning in a Klisharis, he's just bringing them in silver and gold baskets. So Rav Papa answers, Amo, what we should really say is that all Menachas start out in a Kli that could be used as a Klisharis. Says the Gemara, that implies that a Kfifa Mitzras cannot be used as a Klisharis. Kiman, who's that like? Do like Rabbi Yehuda. That's obviously not like Rabbi Yehuda. Titanium of Ebrisa. Klisharis shall son shall eight. Klisharis that was made of wood. Rabbi Paisel, Rabbi says it's possible. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Machshir. Rabbi Yehuda says it's kosher. So clearly, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda because our Mishnah says that a Kfifa Mitzras clearly cannot be used as a Klisharis, whereas Rabbi Yehuda seems to be that he would allow it. So Gemara says, no, I feel like Rabbi Yehuda. They could even be like Rabbi Yehuda. Amr, the Amr, Rabbi Yehuda, Bechashuvin. We could explain that when Rabbi Yehuda says that we're allowed to use a wooden kli as one of the klishares, that's if it's very chashuv. But if it's very cheap and inferior like a kfifa mitzras, he obviously wouldn't. Lest later, Rabbi Yisra Rabbi Yehuda hakriveyu nalapachasecha, doesn't Rabbi Yisra Rabbi Yehuda hold to this pasuk? This pasuk literally means, why don't you offer it to your ruler? And the pasuk continues by saying, hayyertzacha oy hayisa panecha, as he can accept it from you. And this is talking about offering something inferior to a ruler or someone chashuv. Obviously, he wouldn't accept it. Same over here when we're talking about a kfifa mitzras, that's very inferior. Even Rabbi Yisra Rabbi Yehuda would say that cannot be used as a so now we're going to explain the Brisa line by line. We had seven Klisharis, he puts it into Klisharis, and he's Makadish in Klisharis. Shamis Mana, we see from here, Klisharis in Makadish and El Midas. The Klisharis is not Makadish unless he has proper Das. So just putting it inside the Klisharis is not enough. He puts it in, and then he has to have Das and say, okay, now it's Makadish. So Gmar says, Emo, what we should really say in the Brisa is Klisharis, He places it in the Klisharis in order so that it should be Makadish in the Klisharis. In other words, it's not a two step process. Process, it's just one thing. The moment that it's put in Klisharis, it automatically becomes Kaddish. We have to have a nice and Allah Shaman Lavainasa. He places the oil and Lavaina on it. Shinamar Kaza Pasuk says, Vyatsaka Leha Shaman, Vinasan Allah Lavaina. So it comes from a Pasuk. We said a Malikha is Okain, he brings it to the Kain. Techsev Kaza Pasuk says, Vehevi Yal, Bene Arain, Vigaymer. He brings it to the Bene Arain. Vikain Malikha is Almazbeh, the Kain brings it to the Mizbeh. Techsev Kaza says, Vigisha is Almazbeh, and he brings it to the Mizbeh. Now we had said, Magisha Bekaran Jemis, my Ravis, Kenegad Hus shall Karen Vidayai. That he brings the Mincha by the tip of the southwestern corner, and that's sufficient. Now let's just get a picture in our minds. Where's the southwestern corner? So if a person's facing the ramp in the Mizbeach, the southwestern corner is the left corner which is closest to
to him. The Gemara asks Manolan, how do we know that's what he's supposed to do? And that's where he brings the mincha. They because the Pasuk says, The Bnei Aaron should bring it in front of Hashem, meaning in front of the Mizbeach. Now, Vatan, you have a Braiso, that would tell us that Yahweh Mayriv, you might think you should put it on the western side of the Mizbeach. The western side of the Mizbeach is the left side of the Mizbeach, and that's facing the Heichal. So that would be called Lefnei Hashem. Talmud Laimar, the Pasuk tells us right afterwards, in front of the Mizbeach. Now, Yahweh Mayriv, if you're going to follow those words of the Pasuk, you might think you should bring it on the southern part of the Mizbeach, which, as we said, that's facing the ramp in the Mizbeach. Talmud Laimar, Lefnei Hashem. But the Pasuk says Lefnei Hashem. So, okay, Tzad, how can you make both parts of the Pasuk? Magisha, but Karen, Jemis, Maravis, the kind brings it by the southwestern corner, Kineged Chudashal Karen, Vidayoi, by the tip of the corner, and that's sufficient, and he's Mekayim both south and west. Now, Rabbi Eimer, he argues, and he says, You might think that he should put it on the western side of the southwestern corner, or on the southern side of the southwestern corner, but Amr, you would say as follows, Anytime you have two Psukim, one is Mekayim itself, and the words of the other Pasuk, but one is only Mekayim its own words, but it's going to be Mavatal the words of the other Pasuk. So, you're going to leave the Pasuk that's only Mekayim itself and Mavatal the other one, and you're going to take hold of the Pasuk that's Mekayim itself and Mekayim the other one. Now, what relevance does it have to hear? So, when you say in the Pasuk, that tells us, you should do it in the West, you just Mavatal the part of the Pasuk that says, which is referring to the South. But when you say, and that tells us to do it bedarim in the south. So kiyamta lefnei Hashem b'mayriv. You could also be mekayim doing it lefnei Hashem, which is in the mayriv. Haketzad, what do you do? Magishul adremishal keren. You put it on the southern side of the keren, and that's mekayim elpnei Hashem as well. Asking more of hechan kiyamta. How is he mekayim that? How is he mekayim it being in the south and also being in the west elpnei Hashem? So Ravashi Ravashi answers kasaver haytana. This time holds kulim is beach b'tzafan kai. The home is was shifted towards the north of the Azara, and therefore when he's by the southwestern corner, he's actually facing Pinei Hashem, he's right by the entrance of the Heichal. Now the Gemara just has on the Lashon of the Brisa, my Vidayoi. What does that mean, Vidayoi? He could put it by the corner, and that's sufficient, implying that you would think that you should do something else. So Amravashi answers, Ishtrich, it's necessary to tell us that. You might have thought, that he should have to put the Mincha itself on the corner, meaning he should tilt the bowl that has the Mincha in it, and the flower itself should touch the Mizbech. Kamashman, the Chiddush is that no, the bowl touches the Mizbech, but not the actual flower. Now, maybe we should say that that's really so, that really the Mincha should touch the Mizbech. So we say that, no, Amrkar, the Pasuk tells us, and he brings it to the Kayin, and then another Pasuk says, and the Kayin brings it to the Mizbech. Just like when he brings the Mincha to the Kayin, he's bringing it in a Kli, he's not bringing plain flour to the Kayin, so too, when the Kayin is being Magish to the Mizbech, he's doing so in a Kli, and he's not touching the actual flour to the Mizbech. We continue, the Brass had said, he takes the Levina and he pushes it to one side of the Kli, why is that? So that he shouldn't end up taking some levaina along with the kmitza of the mincha. Kid now, like it says in the Mishnah, Kamatz, let's say the Kayin took a kmitza, and a pebble came up in his hand, or a piece of salt, or a little piece of levaina, puzzle, so that kmitza is puzzle. So that's why the levaina has to be moved to the side when he's doing the kmitza. We had said, that he has to take a kmitza from the place where there's a lot of oil. Menalan, how do we know that? Because the Pasuk says, from its flour and its oil, from its finely sifted flour and its oil. So we see that he has to have more or less equal portions of flour and oil in the kmitza, and the only way he's able to do that is if he takes the kaimets from a place where there's a lot of oil. We had said he takes his kaimets and he puts it into a different klishars and he's makalish in a klishars. Ask the Why do we need 
that the mincha was ready mikudesh in the first klisharis where he had taken it from. So the answer is mid havadam. It's just like blood. Dam the blood of a carbon afagav the kadish sakin but tzavur behemal. Even though the knife was makadish the blood by the neck of the animal, meaning when he shechts the carbon and the blood comes out, the knife is makadish that blood. Hader makish lebechlisharis. He still has to makadish it in klisharis. Hachanami so to over here lashna. There's no difference. Even though the mincha was makadish in klisharis already, when he takes a kaimet, he has to makadish it again in a different klisharis. We said he gathers the levina that was pushed to the side and he puts it on top of the kaimet. Why is that? Because the Pesach says, All the levina that's on the mincha, meaning the levina now has to be taken and placed on the mincha, which means on the kaimets of the mincha. We had said in the Bible, that he brings it up on the Mizbeach and he's makter in the klishares. He burns it in a klishares. He literally takes a klishares and puts it on the fire. So we say, No, what it really means to say is, he brings it up in klisharis in order to burn it on the mizbeach, but he's not placing the kli on the fire, he's just placing the kaimets on the fire. We have said, He salts it and puts it on the fire. The chesibet says in the Pesach, that all your carbon minchas that you're going to bring have to have salt on them. And the brass continued, that once the kaimets was brought, then the remainder, the leftovers, can be eaten by the kaihanim. Minalan, how do we know that? Because the Pesach says, and the zecher, the remembrance of his mincha, is brought by the Kayin, the Kaimitz is called the remembrance of the Mincha, Uksev, and then right afterwards it says, and what's left over from the Mincha is given to Aaron and his sons. Now we had said Karva Kaimitz, and once the Kaimitz was brought, then they're allowed to eat the rest of the Mincha. Now what does that mean, Karva Kaimitz? When is that stage that we say, okay, the Kaimitz has been brought? So, when is the Kaimitz Matir, the leftovers, to be eaten? He says, the moment the fire grabs hold of the Kaimet, and it starts burning the Kaimet, already the Shiram are allowed to be eaten. Whereas Rabbi Yechonomer, he says, the majority has to be lit on fire, and only then the Shiram are allowed to be eaten. And we near an end to the Brisa, we had said, the Kaimet are allowed to put wine, oil, and honey into the Shiram to make them tasty. Now my time, why is that? So I'm recalling, that's because the Pasuk says, that this is for the Kaihanim Lamashcha. Now what does Lamashcha mean? Ligdula, for greatness. In other words, when they're eating the Mincha, they're meant to make it great. It's not just supposed to be plain flour and oil, it's supposed to be geschmack and delicious. Like kings eat, and kings eat their food spiced with many different condiments, so too when they're eating the mincha, it's not just plain flour and oil, they're allowed to add wine, oil, and honey if they'd like to. And lastly, the Bryce had said, the only thing that's usher is that it's how to become chametz. Because the Pasuk says, and our Shem ben Lakesh, which Lakesh explains, even their chilek is not allowed to be chametz. Now really, that's not the way to punctuate the Pasuk. The Pasuk is really supposed to be punctuated as follows. Lysa ofe chametz, Kama, don't bake it as chametz, meaning don't bake the kaimetz as chametz, chalkam, nasati, oisa, meishai, so on and so forth. But now we're reading the Pasuk by taking out the kama and saying as follows, lo'isi afe chametz chalkam, their chalek, meaning the shirayim, aren't allowed to be baked as chametz either. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick tomorrow, continue to explain our Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.